Today I want to talk to you from the subject of what do I do when I don't know what to do? Has everybody, anybody ever been in, I think I said it right to start with, has everybody ever been in that situation? I guarantee you we've all faced things that you go, what in the world am I, what am I doing right now? I thought I was going in the right path. I thought, I thought I was making the right decision when in fact, chances are you did. But do you understand that any time that you strive to get closer to God, do better for yourself, and enhance your life, Satan is going to try to throw you off. And the best way that he can do it is to confuse you and to sow a, 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 just a little bit of doubt. You know, that's all he had to do with Adam and Eve. All he had to do was sow a little bit of doubt in God's word. And when he did that, Eve questioned when she was questioned she questioned in her mind and then Adam followed and what happened was when that happened confusion started entering into the minds of human beings and from that day to this even though we're redeemed in spirit through the power and the blood of Jesus and the cross of, of Calvary I guarantee you every day somebody gets up confused dazed, not knowing what to do, whether it's in a time of grief, whether it's in a time of loss, whether it's in a time of change. Do you know that good change can still bring you to a place of not knowing what to do? Because here's what happens, or at least this is what's happened with me sometimes, is God will bring you into a new season that looks different. It looks better. It looks wonderful. And then all of a sudden, you start having fear pop up that you're going to lose it. How am I going to hold this? How am I going to keep this? How am I going to be good enough to walk in this blessing? How am I going to be able to maintain the level that God has brought me to? Here's what you have to do. You have to get up every day and remind yourself, greater is he that is within me. See, it's not your righteousness, it's His righteousness that is inside of you. But the power that's inside of you gives you the power to speak to mountains, and the mountains have to be gone. Come on, y'all. Y'all a little bit sleepy today. I, I guarantee you, e, you have, you've been given the power to speak to mountains. You say, how do you figure that? I don't have the scripture for them to put up, but in Mark 11, 22, he says, have faith in God. And if you have faith in God, what does that mean? That means putting all your trust in the one that does not operate inside the confines of time like you get scared by. Does not operate in the confines of fear like we are subject to. But he operates in the confines of eternity because he never was and he never will stop. He never began and he never... He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and he'll be your last when you put your trust in him. I got good news for you you today if you don't know what to do all you have to do is a few things that I'm going to give you and if you will walk in these and many more things that you can I promise you you may not know with your earthly mind but I promise by the time you get through this you'll look back and you go oh I don't know how I got from here to there other than the fact that Jesus gave me the power and the authority to speak to mountains and they moved I spoke to rivers and they parted I got in the middle of a mess and then I was able to get out why all because Jesus Christ what do you do when you don't know what to do 
I believe you seek wisdom. Bible says in James 1, 5, if any of you lack wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstance, he is to ask our benevolent. You know what benevolence means? Benevolence means giving. Ask our giving Father, God, who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him. See, by seeking God's wisdom, we acknowledge our dependence on Him. There's something happening in the earth today. There's a discredit, discreditation being attempted on the church. There's always going to be a need for wisdom. And the wisdom of God is the Word of God. I don't care what's going on in the church world today. God is still on the throne and God is able, and He has wisdom to guide you. There's scriptures that will tell you when to speak and when not to speak. The Bible says, "Be slow to speak." How many? How many? Uh, we in our men's gathering, someone brought this fact up today. As men, or this week, excuse me, as men, even as people, sometimes we 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 have the solution before anybody even gets finished telling us what the problem is. Have you noticed that? If somebody starts talking to you and giving you a problem, you just really want them to shut their mouth so that you can tell them how to fix their life and live happily ever after. Have you ever noticed that? Sometimes that doesn't work. So what we have to do is go to a higher authority than our friends. I love having friends. I thank God for friends. I want more friends. But when people let you down, don't be despondent to God. Don't be in that place where, well, this one told me this and it didn't work. That one told me this. That's why our first op should be the Father. Amen? Seek God's wisdom. What do I do when I don't know what to do? Trust in God's power. Do you know he's still sovereign? <laughs> what does sovereignty mean? Sovereignty means he sits high and he rules low. That it means that his word is the final word. And I got good news for you. Sometimes we say, well, I don't know how this is supposed to go. I hope Jesus does this and I hope God does that. And I pray if it be God's will. Do you know that you don't have to be in any kind of quandary as to what God's will is? It's in the word. It's right here. I promise you, if you get in the Word every day, you will come across that power that you need to walk through that valley. You will have that. In Ephesians, the first chapter in the 11th verse, it says, In Him, somebody say with me, in Him, we have received an inheritance, a destiny. We were claimed by God as His own, having been predestined, chosen, appointed, beforehand according to the purpose of him who works everything in agreement with the counsel and design of his will. Man, I, I want you to get that. It says that according to the purpose of him who works everything in agreement with the counsel and design of his will. See, trusting God's complete plan and power and sovereignty brings peace it brings assurance and it brings a knowing that he is in control
If you are dealing with anything today, I could be specific, but I just feel like being general right now because I don't know what you are dealing with or you or you or you, but I promise you, it's important. Whatever it is, is important to you. What is important to you may seem silly to other people, but do you understand that whatever it is, God, the, the God that we serve, Jesus Christ, the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Creator, He has power and He has attention to detail in your life. And the, the, the coolest thing about God, like no other being in the universe or in this vast thing that we call the world the thing about him is he can be with Alicia and he can be with Amber and he can be with uh, Rick and Fran he can be with me and Heather all at the same time dealing with all the complexity of all of our lives at the same time with complete control and no one lack anything. You say, man, that's a big God. You're right, He is a big God. He's a gracious God. And see, the world wants the church to think that's becoming a little far-fetched. I got good news for you. It will always be the truth. Facts in this world may change, but the truth is He is on the throne and He will remain on the throne. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. And He cares about you. And you can trust in His power, in His sovereignty. When you're in a place that you don't know what to do, seek godly counsel. What do I do when I don't know what to do, Pastor Jackie? Seek godly counsel. What do I do when I don't know what to do, Pastor Jackie? Don't listen to just everybody. Proverbs eleven fourteen: 14, Where there is no wise, intelligent guidance, the people fall and go off course like a ship without a helm. But in the abundance of wise and godly counselors, there is victory. One of the things that Satan is attempting to do today, I want you to listen real close because I believe this with my whole heart and I want to plant this in your heart. One of the things that Satan is attempting to do in the world today is to discredit good men and women of God. And here's how he's doing it. One 30-second clip at a time. I'm on social media more than I'm proud to admit to you. I'm not downing social media. Everything has its good points and bad points that's created on this earth. We can use social media to our advantage. And I'm thankful for it. So please don't think that I'm trying to be all cool and tell you how you're supposed to live but I'm going to point something out to you. Have you ever, and, and maybe it's because it's in my algorithm, whatever that means, 
because I watch a lot of preachers. Maybe you don't see this as much as I do. But without any solicitation on my part, I will get the most negative and derogatory things being said about good men and women of God today. And I want to caution you because some of it is funny. But I want to caution you because it's the subtle ways of Satan to lure us in with a little humor because we're all looking to get our soul happy, right? But what we do, we allow that to get in there and then before you know it, you will begin to question the sincerity of true men and women of God. Men that are standing on the stage that are being piped through the internet lines and the television signals all around this world preaching the good news of the gospel. But because someone got one sound bite that maybe they said something outlandish, maybe they said something that was even wrong, I don't know, because preachers are human beings. But you take one sound bite of a mistake or something that's crazy sounding, and you pump that up and you get people thinking every time they hear that name oh I'm not listening to that see I believe that Satan wants you to be off on an island somewhere and be alienated and be secluded because Jesus Christ himself even loved being around people he he found people like the disciples. He found people that he felt like he could trust and teach and, and talk to. And he, 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 he slept in the same camp with them. He traveled with them. We read times and, and sometimes it is punctuated how he went away by himself and he did that. And we all can do that. But while he was on this earth, he surrounded himself with godly counsel. He surrounded himself with men they were, they were mortal men that made mistakes, but they were good men. And that's an example of what we should do today. That's why it's so important to be a part of a good church community so that you'll have people that you can call. You know what? You ought to look around today. This is what you ought to do. You ought to look around today and see who isn't here. And you ought to call them and say, hey, I missed you today. Amen, Pastor. Thank you very much. Because... We should surround ourselves with people who can offer godly advice. They don't have to be perfect people. But people that have lived... You know what? I will tell you this. I'm not going to go to somebody that don't know where the dipstick is on my car and then ask them a mechanic question. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go to someone that holds a guitar the wrong way and say, hey, show me a G chord. I need to enhance my playing. I'm not going to go to someone that doesn't know and doesn't live and doesn't stand on the Word of God for godly advice. I'm not going to do that. So how do I know that? I surround myself with people that I, that I am acquainted with. I surround myself with a community that I can trust. Today, don't allow people to come to you and talk bad about your church. 
If you're a part of this church, there's people here that are visiting today. If you're part of another church, I don't care. I had, a, I had somebody call me one time and said, hey, I'm going to start tithing to your church because I disagree with what's going on in, in my church. You know what I told them? I said, don't. It was a close family member. Now, I love them very much. I said, don't. I said, if you disagree that much, I said, you need to go find another church. Well, I, I think it'll all get worked out. I said, then keep tithing. Keep being faithful. Keep walking in the Word of God. Amen? Because if you don't think it's so bad that you're going to leave and they're just working through something, stand with them and help them work through it. Seek godly counsel and be there for people that need godly counsel. And the last thing I'm going to tell you today, and then I'm finished. What do I do when I don't know what to do? Well, I'll tell you what you have to do sometimes. Take a step of faith. Proverbs 16, 9. A man's plan, I'm sorry. A man's mind plans his way as he journeys through life. But the Lord directs his step and establishes them. In other words, your thinking can take you in all kinds of crazy ways. When you get mad, you think about punching. <laughs> when you're happy, you think about giving. When you're content and peaceful, you just think about resting. But what if in some of those times, in those times of being mad, God says, love and be compassionate? What if in some of those times that you're given in one place and God says, sow a seed over here? Maybe in one time you think, I've worked and I've, I've just struggled to get here and I'm in a place in life where I'm just going to cruise and take it easy. And God says, I need you to get out and go witness. What happens when, when that, are, are we going to listen to God or are we just going to listen to our mind? Let me read that scripture again. Could you put Proverbs back up there for me? Proverbs 16, 9. It says, and a man's mind plans his way as he journeys through life. In other words, we make plans according to what we see, smell, taste, touch, or hear. But the Lord directs his steps and establishes them. It's a natural thing to, decide, to desire complete clarity before acting on something. But sometimes God reveals his plan as we step out in faith. Trust that he will direct your path as you walk in obedience. In Prov I'm sorry, in the book of Psalms 37, verses 23 and 24, the steps of a good and righteous man. Let me, let me clarify who is good and righteous because the devil, the world, maybe your spouse, I don't know, wants you to think how sorry you are. That was supposed to have been a joke. Tucked right in there. But everybody else, and, and, and you have to be careful because your mind will mess you up if you don't control your mind. I promise you that when you become a Christian, you are good and you are righteous. And you have the authority to call your flesh into that subjection. 
But the word says the steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord. And he delights in his ways and blesses his path. When he falls, he will not be hurled down because the Lord is the one who holds his hand and sustains him. If you will step out on faith running toward the, the promise of God, when we face uncertainty, we can remember that God's promises will guide us. When we get to the place where we don't know what to do, if you will use some of the, seek wisdom, hunger and thirst after righteousness, get in the Word, take a step of faith, if you'll do those things, I promise you, you'll be able, one day you'll get up and go, oh, okay, I, I got this. As you walk into your promised land, as you walk in to the place where your shout is going to bring the walls of separation down in your family or in your church or in your life, as you, as you step out in faith and walk holding to the promise of God and remember God is for you. He's not against you. He died for you. Jesus Christ died for you. He's not against you. But He did create you a free moral agent. And you do have a choice today. You have a choice to walk in Him or walk away from Him. And with every head bowed right now, if you would, every head bowed and every, every Christian pray, and I just want to ask you this simple question. Is He the Lord of your life? Have you made Him the Lord of your life? Have you invited Him into your heart as Lord and Savior? If you hadn't, it's really simple. It's as simple as this. It's as simple as saying, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I believe you. Lord, I accept you. Being honest with him to do that. Maybe you're here. Thank you so much for watching this sermon. We hope it encouraged you. Check out more of Apostle Jack's sermons to stay encouraged throughout the week. We also do live streams on Sunday mornings at 10. We would love for you all to stay connected. So go like and follow all of our socials. Life is so beautiful with Jesus and community. So, so join, join the fam! fam.